and we're rolling. <laughs> it is a thing to do. So to what's your name again? My name's Emily. What's yours? I'm Sam. Oh, and what are these people at home listening to? I think it's OCD in the OC. Oh, yeah. Remember, every time... Every time we do the high five, it gets a little crazier. And it's crazier. true. It does. Um, <laughs> We're doing do we have the fire? <laughs> well, that's what I was trying. To oh do. yeah, yeah. And eventually, I will get the uh, actual fireworks. Uh-huh. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, we can, we can get them. I think we might be able to get them in the ruins of Chaz. Uh huh. Oh yeah. <laughs> but what a so what a sad ending to a to a beautiful. blossoming civilization. <laughs> A beautiful story. A beautiful, funny. I haven't even I haven't even been keeping up as much as I should with all that. I kind of lost. I lost. Uh, oh, so focus. you're a happier person yeah, than me. Yeah, I've been. <laughs> I've been trying to kind of live life and limit you know, myself to news intake lately because it is so stinking crazy. Okay. <laughs> so Sam, it, it, if it, if it is my, if my memory suits me. Last week, I asked you about... Cancel culture. Cancel culture. The beauty of cancel culture. And actually, yes. it was more like the ugliness of it. Yeah, yeah. The ugliness and how it's... Uh, Wrong. Rooted in just kind of some of the basest mm-hmm. and most dis- unforgiving parts of humanity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how it's we- opposite of being human. Yeah, yeah, that. Mm-hmm. So, I thought mm-hmm. you, my dear Emily, are mm-hmm. pregnant. Mm-hmm. So, and you're Orthodox, right? Correct. Because that's that's kind of the that's mm-hmm. kind of part of the uh, the joke thing in our uh, name. Or mm-hmm. OCD is an obsessive compulsive disorder. Mm-hmm. In orange. Uh, in, in the county. OC in Orange yeah. County, but also Orthodox Christian. Yeah, and or Orthodox cousins. Or Orthodox cousins, yeah. or just insert whatever names. With the... And we have a Facebook page that we haven't done anything with, by the way. Isn't that great? Yeah, I know. but go visit and um, follow. <laughs> so. I know it, it's it has a grand total of a link. Mm-hmm. And both of our names on it. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> we procrastinate. <laughs> Don't tell them. It's part of having OCD. Is you, you zone into certain things and you put off other things. Sometimes. Well, true. You know, actually, my my <laughs> uh, old therapist back in the day, she uh-huh. she used to say, uh, procrastination. Uh-huh. Or sorry, perfectionism leads to mm. procrastination leads to petrification. <laughs> petrification is true. So that's. Yeah. That's where you don't do anything. Kind of like kind of like the whole world right now. Yeah, yeah, you're just stuck and stuck in this, in this abyss of sitting on the couch and imagining what you should be doing about the thing mm-hmm. and then not doing it because you're yeah. not sure. Okay, so Are you and your wife both still working from home? Uh, I'm working from home still and I will be doing so until January as of now. So I'll get- give it another month until they until they extend the date out farther. Do you get cabin? Do you get cabin fever? Um, because I do. I get very restless, kind of like just like this depressed feeling if I don't get out every day. You I, know? I get cabin fever, and I do 
how shall I put this? I was I was telecommuting before, mm-hmm. and so thankfully I was already well introduced to uh, I just I, I was I was going to my folks' house because my mm-hmm. wife was going into into work, mm-hmm. and I like being. I, I, I'm gonna be honest. Sometimes maybe it's the millennial in me being a mooch, <laughs> but yeah. like, hey, parents, family Aww. dog, grandma, <laughs> food, yeah, food, oh, etc. My family is my main. I mean, my mom, my sister. I'm always at their house. They're yeah, like my main source of getting out. You know, my main source of socialization. Because admittedly. I've found that home, mm-hmm. even when you move out, it's not really a, it's not really a, oh, it's not my home anymore. It's just mm-hmm. main home and then old home. Mm-hmm. That still is your home. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Especially since we both lived there in our childhood in these homes. Our exactly. Homes. So. You know, if they moved, it might be slightly different, but. Oh, okay. Getting to my question. So, yes, the question. I know, we got off on a tangent, and it was yeah. wonderful and lovely. Sam and Emily, we tangent all yeah. the live long day. So, <laughs> you have a baby coming, uh-huh. and you're orthodox. Yes. So, what thought process does mm-hmm. Emily Allen use mm-hmm. to determine mm-hmm. the patron saint of the baby? Mm. Um, well, first of all, we should describe what a patron saint is. I like that question. It's very, it's pivoting off of, completely pivoting away from what we've been talking about, which is cancel culture, politics. Yeah, I, I figured, yeah, I figured it would, let's, let's go with something, I'd say li- lighter and lighter in the sense that it's literally brighter mm-hmm. uh, in terms of significance, deeper, mm-hmm. honestly. Right, yeah. Um, so a patron saint in the Orthodox Church, uh, we rec- yeah. or sorry, we no go ahead. We you recognize mm-hmm. that uh, as uh, uh, the cloud of witnesses that Saint mm-hmm. Paul describes in his epistles, we right. recognize that we are alive in Christ mm-hmm. even when we've passed from this earth. Mm-hmm. That because. Like in the book of Revelation, where it's basically saying, like, your name is in the book of life. That's mm-hmm. that's God remembering you. Right. God remembering you is life. Uh, in fact, uh, in in uh, one of perhaps the sca- one of well, there there are some scary parables that Jesus preached. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the scariest I find is the rich man and Lazarus. Mm, yes. And what I consider perhaps the scariest part is it's uh, a lot of, uh, there are many biblical scholars Mm -hmm. who consider that wasn't actually a parable. Mm. That it is actually Jesus telling a true story. Mm -hmm. Because it is, if it is a parable. Do you want to say a quick refresher of that? So in the parable, the rich man Mm -hmm. is is a rich guy, lives lavishly, eats great every night, and Mm -hmm. there's Lazarus who lives at the rich man's gates uh, his only medicine is the dogs who lick his sores. Mm-hmm. His his only sustenance is the scraps 
from the rich man's table. Mm -hmm. And then they both die. The rich man, it says, is buried. Mm -hmm. And then Lazarus dies, or Lazarus dies first, and he is taken up to heaven by the angels. Mm -hmm. And now they're in paradise, where Lazarus is now in Abraham's bosom. Mm -hmm. And the rich man is in the torments of Gehenna. He's mm -hmm. in hell, mm -hmm. essentially. And Rich, hell, he yeah. is, he, and he <laughs> begs for Father Abraham to send the rich uh, to send Lazarus to dip his finger in water and put it on his tongue. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so he's begging for mercy, but also even in his begging for mercy, he's not really considering Lazarus. He's considering, I'm miserable himself, and I and Lazarus served me. Mm -hmm. You were you were a thing. To, you, you he's still seeing Lazarus as kind of a thing to serve him at best, and mm -hmm. a thing to ignore at other times. Right. So what gets interesting, and then and then afterwards he's he's like, hey, so, okay, send Lazarus back from the dead to warn my brothers, mm -hmm. and the rich. And and fa Father Abraham's like, look, they have Moses and the prophets. If they don't, won't listen to. If they won't listen to them, they won't listen to even somebody risen from the dead. Mm -hmm. hmm. I wonder where that came. I wonder where that plays into the story later. Mm -hmm. So, uh, what gets interesting about this particular parable, mm -hmm. slash, probably a story, honestly, like legit happened, is one. It shows that the dead can still care mm -hmm. about what's happening here. Right. And so with that, I figure if the rich man in his, in his fallen... And, and Abraham does give him more what his going. No? No. That's there was a great that. chasm. There was uh -huh. a great chasm separating them. There was mm -hmm. no, there was the only, there was no way. Mm -hmm. Without the, inter without God's direct intervention, there was no way. Mm -hmm. Father yeah, Abraham's like right. oh my goodness. you received you received good things in life and the and Lazarus evil so now in now mm -hmm. here Lazarus receives the good things and you receive evil. You know how I learned about that parable? How besides in church, Godspell. Nice. <laughs> Remember? Oh yeah. <laughs> the Godspell. But anyways, yeah. But so so it does. It shows what's the, the rich same. man's name again? The rich man. What's Lazarus's name? Lazarus. Why do we know Lazarus's name and not the rich man? Because he's forgotten, and Lazarus is a saint now. Ex well, you know. exactly. Yeah. Well, and and, and that's what are that's so that's what it means to be remembered mm -hmm. by God. Memory eternal too. Exactly. So that was a long whatever, but it explains a lot. One mm -hmm. that the dead still care about us. Mm -hmm. Two, that the dead are alive in Christ. Mm -hmm. And th and three, that if if the if in in that state you can't you can't um, like in a redeemed state in the Lazarus state in this case you can't mm -hmm. continue to sin that and we've shown that the fallen at least care about us. Mm -hmm. can still in at least a messed up state care about us mm -hmm. then surely it follows right. that the righteous want to intercede for our behalf so mm -hmm. 
With all that said, that's where we get to the concept of patron saints mm-hmm. and why that is a thing. Well, and we believe as Orthodox that people who, who've passed away and are living now in heaven, that we know for sure, you know, um, that they're closer to God, they're more alive than us, and why wouldn't they be praying for the people they love? Like, and, and that's a very Orthodox thing, I think, and maybe Catholic thing is, we don't look at like the dead people as just dead. We look at them as living now, and they're, we're closer to God. They're closer to God than we are, even in ways. And we have icons, and it's literally supposedly like a window to seeing them, to communicating with them, to revering. It's a them. connection. Mm-hmm. It's a connection. And so, as Orthodox, we um, sometimes people are called to certain saints. Some people pick. Um, similar names to theirs some people just um, you know relate to a specific story and when they convert um, a lot of people who convert you know do one of those things and pick a saint that they want to be their patron saint a lot of times most of the time it's I'd say well a lot of the time it's just say your name's John you know your saint is gonna be John don't Um, worry there's plenty of John's to pick from yeah (laughs) And I don't want to give away our names that we're going to pick yet, but no, 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 on, yeah, on you here, don't have to I would tell Sam, but I will reveal that one day on here. But we actually, so so the way we pick our kids' names, or we're going to, is uh, a lot of them is has a name from our someone in our family. Like one of the names for the girls has my part of my dad's name in it. And actually one of the boys has his if it's a boy, it would have his name as the middle name. Um, but also, um, we both like strong, like, biblical names and saintly names. But uh, say, I'm trying, let me think of something. So there's a Saint Christine. Say we want to name our kid, our child Christina, we would pick Christine. Um, if it was extremely rare name, we'd probably purposely pick, say we had some name that's not, a saint. I'm trying to think of a name. You know, Charlie. I don't know if that's a saint. I doubt that's a saint name. There may there's Saint Charles, I think. Oh, oh yeah, Charles. Okay. Um, here, trying to uh, think. Think uh, of a I'll, name I'll, that's Riley. Uh, Riley. Riley. There's probably not a Saint Riley yet. Yeah. So hey, by the way, to all you Rileys out there, uh-huh. <laughs> go for it. Mm-hmm. Be be the first. Be the that's first. What, also, what... um, if if that includes martyrdom. Mm-hmm. Good luck. I'm sorry. <laughs> also, that's that's probably better for you in the long run, but yeah. <laughs> not that I'm wishing that on people. Right. So. <laughs> so, yeah. So say we wanted to name our child Riley. Mm-hmm. As Orthodox, we would purposely pick a middle name like Elizabeth because there's a Saint Elizabeth, so it'd be Riley Elizabeth, you know. Yeah. So, um, but especially when choosing the names, I always love to look up um, the stories and sometimes you just really connect with um, a certain saint. And we're actually ha- struggling between two girl names right now, if it's girl, because one, we've actually been to where this saint was. Um, and so Gary and I both like really connected to this saint. But then we started reading about You could say other her, because you were talking about the girl names, yeah, right? Yeah, and then we started relating to this other saint too. And we're like, ah, oh, which one should it be? So we're like, maybe we'll just have two girls and be able to name them both. But yeah, so th- so we didn't have like a clear 
um, way of picking the names, but definitely I feel like as Orthodox, you're kind of drawn to certain names. Yeah. And then if you're drawn to a name that isn't a saint, I think picking a second, the middle name is a good idea. Um, but definitely we asked for them to pray. I asked for all three of the saints of possible names to pray for our baby. I'm like, you, you, and you, please pray for our baby, whoever's going to be the patron saint, especially. And, um, we, we don't pray to the saints as Orthodox, but we ask for their intercessions. We ask for them to pray for us. Yeah, and, well, it, actually getting into the etymology of words might be helpful. Mm-hmm. So. Take it away, Sam. The etymology of words. <laughs> Yay, etymology. <laughs> All do right. Do you mind if I open this a crack? Sorry, I yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she's just opening the window because... I, I'm a vampire. I get warm really and easily lately. Emily likes actual sunlight, apparently, yeah. and air. <laughs> yeah. And I like dead air because yeah. I'm a vampire. Anyway. Uh-huh. Um, I like fresh air. It's oh. true. <laughs> and then I go, oh, right. Okay, that is kind There's of a There's a world good thing. out there, Sam. Oh, places. The places. sun is coming into the room right now as we speak. And <sighs> oh. <laughs> So um, the etymology away. of words. Okay. So pray. Uh-huh. Um, have you ever said, please pass the salt? Yes. Okay. So please. Mm-hmm. What's the root of that word? Plea, right? Mm-hmm. Or another, another perhaps old-timey way of saying that would, mm-hmm. I pray thee, pass the salt. Pretty. I pretty. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So... Prayer, so, pray oh, is <laughs> ask. And saint is sane. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm sanctified. Not sure, sanctified. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was Holy trying to go sin. along with it, even though I didn't know what it was. So. That's okay. That was Although, just a guess. I, I would... They're sane uh, they're, and sanctified. Well... I, I, I'm not... You might not be wrong on the sane aspect as well. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm totally but the sanctified, kidding. I think, is... Uh, closer. Probably closer. <laughs> so... Um, so when asking a saint, we can pray to a saint mm-hmm. in the sense of asking them. Mm. And That's I can turn off too. my phone. Uh-huh. Stop Great interrupting. <laughs> um, well. Go. And we're back <laughs> from a quick break. I'm quick sure, break. I'm sure the editing magic of... Uh, Emily will mm, uh, be able smells, to help. Something smells like pizza. That is possible. I get distracted. Yeah, I, admittedly, I, I haven't been able to smell or taste much recently. <laughs> or breathe. <laughs> yeah. No. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh no, I can smell it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Sam, like I gotta go. Put my mask Sam, I gotta on. go. Bleach, <laughs> my everything. Yeah, just you know, swim in a pool of bleach, you know. So. <laughs> Oh, so the etymology of words, sanctified so, saint. So Ask, pray. Pray, yes. So it's... It just like if I said, yeah, I pray thee, hand me the salt. It's like I'm not in the term that you'd think I'm praying to Sam, but I'm asking for something from Sam. So when we pray to the saints, mm-hmm. it is in two forms, mm-hmm. honor and asking. And the asking, as Emily put... Mm-hmm. Is, is since all power is from God, mm-hmm. is 
asking them to ask God for us. And right. and the the logic, be- admittedly, there's a little logic behind that. It's like, well, yes, I can ask God. And I do mm-hmm. ask God for things. Mm-hmm. But why not also, why not ask the guy who I know was a friend of God to also ask mm-hmm. those things? Yeah. I figure, well, that's, that's, helpful that's that's also helpful it's it it's yeah it's like if 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 you were on trial mm-hmm. and and hypothetically this wasn't like you know against ethics rules and stuff mm-hmm. so just this you're on trial wouldn't it be helpful if you were friends with the the judge's mother mm-hmm. <laughs> and then got the judge's mother to put in a good word for you right that probably would be a little helpful. Well, think about it this way. Here on Earth, we ask people to pray for us. Exactly. Why wouldn't we ask someone departed and in heaven to pray for us? Who's even... Who's, who's literally who's as literally, close with God as they possibly can be. Yeah. Pre so, the... So, I ask my dad for prayers. Exactly. I ask my Saint Amelia for prayers. I ask Saint Stephen, my husband's saint, for prayers. And I talk to God, you know, and I ask the Theotokos for prayers. It's not, and, and the reason I say, because this is not with the etymology of words, but when yeah, I say when I, when I say we don't pray to saints, it's like because people get scared that we're actually praying and asking them to, treating them like a god, which we're not. We are not, that is. There's a big we, mu- difference there. Just Just like. Again, just like there can be, there can be pomp and circumstance mm-hmm. where, let's say, a police officer or a firefighter or a soldier or whatever mm-hmm. did some very brave act, mm-hmm. and that person is getting a medal. Mm-hmm. That medal is not worshiping the person who got the medal. Right. But it is honoring them. Mm-hmm. Exactly, So yeah. we can... So it's, and I, I don't know any priest or pastor who would be, who would be like, oh yeah, giving, giving, giving somebody a medal to honor, honor their bravery for a, for a good deed is bad. Mm-hmm. That's right. I, I, I can't think of, I can't think of that being a common view. So there's a difference between honoring, praising, and then praising as if they're God praising. <laughs> exactly. There's. Yeah. There is a huge difference mm-hmm. of what the of what worship of worship. Where I would say that's one of the biggest misconceptions about Orthodoxy is people. I at least people friends I've talked to who weren't Orthodox and who came to church. They're like, "Aren't you like praying to these pieces of wood and these people who are dead? Like, are you supposed to just pray to God?" And it's it's a very big misconception about how we how we roll in the Orthodox. Exactly, and we're church. like in the OC, in the OC, in the OC church, yeah, another OC. exactly. <laughs> that is how, because we, and speaking actually, I mean, mm-hmm. going very broad, but we are talking about saints and choosing saint names and stuff. Right. Another reason we use iconography images mm-hmm. uh, in our churches mm-hmm. is church is a sensual experience as in it's not it is a spiritual experience but it's also a sensual experience as in it 
hits the senses. Mm -hmm. So that way we can... All of the senses. Exactly. Yeah. Incense. We smell, taste mm -hmm. with communion and the blessed bread. We bow and we, we move. Our and bodies feel. and feeling. We use our voices to sing and chant and mm -hmm. talk. And we hear and we music hear the music well. we hear the word of god mm -hmm. uh, it's, uh pr off and the word of god like the bible mm -hmm. and and also we hear the homily mm -hmm. of the sermon from from the priest so it's it's hitting the whole body mm -hmm. and it's awakening the soul by doing that too it's it's all a connection and because we do the orthodox we don't look at things on we're just, you know, church is just about the soul. It's about us now. It's about us communing now. It's about the body. It's about the soul. And it's about those who have gone on to pass. We ask them to pray for us in church every Sunday, too. Exactly. And, and it's always a reminder. And, and let me tell you, I'm sure people could argue this, but asking certain saints for intercessions, you can sometimes feel that they've been praying for you for certain things. Have you ever noticed that with certain things? Yeah. There's um certain things where it's just like oh okay that mm -hmm. worked out. Yep. <laughs> and in, in terms of the sensual aspect mm -hmm. going back a little bit. Oh yeah. Sorry. I, I Oh it's okay. No I started going off on is um we have is uh, the great commandment. Love the Lord your God with all your heart. Mm-hmm your soul so that's you know your that would be kind of the mind and spirity aspect mm -hmm. and your strength mm -hmm. well your strength is including the body we're not and the body right. is ex, is reached through the senses so that's how we can commune with god with exactly. all our essence mm -hmm. not just the spirit not just the soul mm -hmm. Not just the body, that's but part, all of it. That's part of the reason we actually kiss the icons, these painted... Whoa, whoa, really? <laughs> it, we, we actually kiss the cross on these painted icons, which are these painted pictures, basically, of the saints. Because we're actually getting as close as we possibly can. It's like kissing someone through a window. Exactly. <laughs> kissing somebody through well, a window. Was like going to... It's an orthodox thing. And no, we're, yeah. And we're, we're proud of it. Exactly. <laughs> Kissing somebody through a window, holding holding a photo of a, of a loved one, mm -hmm. of a loved one for now lost. Right. Close to your chest, almost embracing. Exactly. What's if I take a picture of my dad and kiss it, would people think that was weird? Not, not, as, not really. And it's kind of the way, I mean, maybe some people, but the way I look at kissing like the icons of saints too, you know. Exactly. And talking to them like you know them and they're your friend, it's because they they are, they're present, they they know God and they're a lot of ways how we how we can relate to God because sometimes the saints are the ones and, and people other Christians are the ones who bring us closer to God. Sometimes it's hard to get to God on your own, you know. Sometimes you have to see these stories and hear about these people to be able to go, Oh, okay, that's God. That's to love another person is to see the face of God. <laughs> I love that saying though, because it's so I true. love that saying so much. Uh huh. And I, I okay, so lame is reference theater nerds is, here. Yes, mm -hmm. it is a definitely a theater nerd thing. Yeah. But it's so fitting. It's very orthodox. You know, we we look at people because well, we're all made in the image of God. Exactly, and to see that. 
to to love somebody is to see that in somebody and that can bring us closer to God like I had a friend who said it's hard for her to be Christian and just think about Jesus she's like sometimes I'm a Christian because I think about my grandma and my you know dad and parents they're the ones that help me really feel closer to God you know and what I would say to that is Mm -hmm. Good. <laughs> yeah, good. I thought you were good. Cuckoo. No. No, that's good it's, because it's like whatever it takes to get you closer to God. You know. We're okay. The church mm-hmm. is the body of Christ, right? Mm-hmm. Well, who makes up the church? The people. The people. Which yeah. means we're part of Christ. Mm-hmm. Christ in me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, when you hear when you hear Jesus talking at the mystical supper, the Last Supper, uh, as the West would call it, in mm-hmm. the Gospel of John, he's the closeness he is talking about his relationship with the Father mm-hmm. is profound, mm-hmm. and then he's praying that the disciples, soon to be apostles, mm-hmm. have that same relationship. Right. So. Well, well, why would God, why would Jesus say, above all these, love is the most important? If it wasn't, if, if we're not supposed to see Christ in people, why would he say that, you know? Are we just supposed to love without, like, to love someone, I don't know how to word this, but we find, we find God, love is literally from God, so to mm-hmm. love someone who you don't see God in is really hard. So if you see if you see God in someone, you're automatically going to love them, basically, is what I'm saying. And not a word. I know I'm going to listen y- to this and be like, oh, no, that's not what I meant. But That's okay. Well, look, we're, <laughs> uh, when it comes to a lot of this stuff, uh-huh. uh, unfortunately, sometimes what you have to do, especially, mm-hmm. especially closer you to get to God where it's just like, brain hurt. Yeah. Is sometimes you have to kind of cut out what it isn't uh-huh. to, and then it's it's actually that's kind of what calculate. Just love people, okay, people. Yeah, that's the basic one. Because I mean, I, I think of things mathematically uh-huh. sometimes, mm-hmm. and in calculus, I know Emily's mm-hmm. just like, and, oh, and you just. And that's my cue to leave. Okay, no, <laughs> no. In in calculus, mm-hmm. what you're doing is you're figuring out how to how to find the closest you could possibly get to something. Mm-hmm. And so it would be like, okay, Ima- Emily, imagine a triangle. Mm-hmm. And then calculus is going, okay, if there was a line, mm-hmm. if there was a line jutting out from one side of that triangle, what would, how would that work? Mm-hmm. And what would that look like? And, and what you can, what it does is, it gets, it gets infinitely closer to the whole, and then the idea is that by getting so infinitely closer to the whole, you actually reach it. Mm-hmm. It's why, it's why if somebody writes one point nine nine and then puts that little bar above the nine nine, mm-hmm. you know the nine's going forever, and you may going. as well just call it a two. Mm-hmm. But technically speaking, it is ever approaching mm-hmm. two. And so, so when it comes to <laughs> I'm trying to stay with you, it's okay. I Basically, all I'm saying is that when talking about God stuff, uh-huh. 
often it's trying it's it's an ever ever getting closer to the truth ah uh, yes but because of the infinity of god <laughs> yeah. you can only ever truly just you can only actually approach it line. without ever actually <laughs> truly reaching it right but right. that's okay because as you're approaching it mm-hmm. you're growing ever closer to god and that's the point isn't it's kind of like it wasn't that weird how sometimes the truth is hard to explain because it's just the truth Mm-hmm. You know, like the truth about God, and and when you see truths in the world, sometimes people just don't get it, but you just know it's truth, you know. And it's like because you can't explain exactly, um, like unless you just know, like unless you have that grace where you can know for yourself sometimes. And I that actually kind of that that can be extra common in in um, when it comes to moral stuff, mm-hmm. honestly. Mm-hmm. Where there can be there can be certain issues or whatnot where it's it's a uh, okay I'll give it I'll give the classic obvious example mm-hmm. murder is bad right great truth <laughs> why exactly and then it's hard why to, is murder bad yeah but what if this but what if this and it's and and and, and it's like okay and if you get into like if it's like well it it, it messes with the it messes with society and the relationships mm-hmm. between people in society. Why is that bad? Mm-hmm. What is the value in that? And and what is and isn't moral? Who says actually? You know. Because some. And then we get into this crazy philosophical discussion. <laughs> where. Where what you basically, and basically what you have to accept, mm-hmm. at some point is either a, there are things of value. Mm-hmm objectively valuable mm-hmm. like human life or B nothing mm-hmm. is objectively valuable and nothing and it's matters each person to decide blah 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 yeah and what each person decides <laughs> has no relevance on anything mm-hmm. it's as random as a name and what's right for me is not, is not doesn't have to be right for you and it's yeah but actually, but as we kind of, but as you inherently know, mm-hmm. names do matter. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and, is the and, is the is the name for your child gonna mm-hmm. matter, or yes. or not? Yeah. And I believe it matters infinitely. And and you know there are names that I absolutely love, that we wouldn't name our child. Maybe we'd name like a pet because I love them so much. But but we definitely put thought into the meaning of the names this patron saints and everything and because it doesn't so no winston trying to bring it back no 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 children named winston no not not me how about a pet named winston oh maybe (laughs) (laughs) oh you could you you call the you could call it'd be like a it'd be it'd be like i I could imagine a bulldog Mm-hmm. And you name it Winston, and then you'd call him Churchy. Yeah, <laughs> Churchy. Cause like Winston Churchill. Hilly, yeah, Hilly. Um, <laughs> so, so that would wrapped up the um, patron saint. Brought it back to names. We can easily go off onto all these tangents, but it, yeah, names do matter, and we're just chipping away at the very tip of an iceberg when we start talking about saints and orthodoxy and God. Like Sam was saying, we're never. We're always going to be the line over the nine nine. We're never going to. We are never going to actually, you (laughs) you never, you, reaching the answer to, 
to any truth that matters mm-hmm. is and heck even 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 basic truths for that matter mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, is very difficult and nigh impossible without God's intervention honestly yeah it's true um so that was a good question thanks for taking us away from the politics of the world and the You're welcome. It, it was and yeah really nice it's good it's good because part of our talk show is to talk we or our podcast is we want to talk about ocd orthodoxy and personal things not just all know. right here's the random political thing that's happening yeah. right now yeah that we and both how it's about. how it's really bad and how those how those people need to calm down and do mm-hmm. the do the good thing that <laughs> yeah. run of the world like we want it to be run oh so sam i think next week i think this weekend uh-huh. wait i'm gonna post this probably like tomorrow if you're listening that's wednesday the uh 29th i think next week next monday we hopefully will be releasing episode and it's time for us to do another debate i think do you have any ideas for that sam because last time we did um is peter pan a villain which was fun it was more lighthearted, also um but maybe if you go to our facebook you can write what you'd like us to debate and the the, the facebook is just ocd and the oc so come check us out follow us and and we will make sure to add pictures from a little photo shoot we yes. took m- much earlier. I have some older pictures of us too before you moved of us in Sea Plantation, like hmm. <laughs> so we can we'll put some. We'll oh, we'll, we'll try to set pour it up. Pour out this a cold week. one for Sea Plantation. Yeah. Is it closed? They're all they went bankrupt. Oh, that's so sad. See, that is like our family's spot. <laughs> that, that was like that was our a, spot. Where? Oh, that's so sad. I knew they were. Especially because it's a buffet, I knew they were. It was questionable if they'd be able to stay open. I didn't no. know they for sure. No, off. they're all gone. Oh no. Um, I'm. I'm sorry <laughs> to end it there. We're not going over time, because with the other one, we didn't get to forty minutes with the other one, right? Oh, Emily, we've had forty-eight minute ones. <laughs> but also, it, but what is overtime? To, no, if you go to if you, you you can't upload one, it's over sixty minutes. So that's why I'm saying oh. the two added together. I hope it's no, good. no, we're we're good on that. But, front. So maybe we'll debate something more political or more up to date. Maybe we'll do another like fun one, like a literature one again, or I don't know. Like, we'll brainstorm. But if you have any ideas, come visit us on our new Facebook page. Even if there's no pictures up, you're at the right spot because we're procrastinators. <laughs> <laughs> and we have OCD, so give us a break. <laughs> We're, we have OCD that makes us victims of uh-huh. our own laziness. I mean, us. problems. I mean, what, what? We're victims of the world, right, Sam? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's and no. that and that means we have a, an Joking. excuse, <laughs> yeah. right? Because that that's what yeah. we really seek in life is an excuse. Excuses. Exactly, yeah. because that's how things get done. Yeah. And we're not ever to blame for anything we do. Right. Totally. (laughs) Oh, we could go on and on. But anyways, thank you so much for listening. And it is important to remember with all this Mm -hmm. that this is (laughs) OCD OCD in the OC. Oh, yeah. yeah. Good night.